In this message, I want to talk about dealing with two of the most destructive obstacles to success, the fear of failure and the negativity of others. Without the resolve and faith to go on in spite of the opinions of those around you, or the setbacks that are a natural part of accomplishment, success is not possible. The single most important factor separating those who achieve great things and those who don't is their perception of and reaction to failure and negativity. One of the most pernicious destroyers of dreams are the opinions of others. The moment you declare that you're going to do something big, something great, that can change your life and the lives of others, or maybe even the world, you are going to be hit with the deluge of negative comments by your friends and even your family. In some cases, they're going to think that they're giving you good advice. and others, they're simply jealous and don't want to lose a member of their social group. People who dare to attempt to leave the pack and aspire to greatness are often considered misguided or even crazy by those around them, sometimes even by the entire world. When you try to step up, by some, you will be stepped on. It's going to happen. In a later lesson, we're going to discuss this in detail, but for now, just commit to yourself that you won't let anyone steal your dream. When you leave the fold to rise up and do something different, there will be those who try to put you back down. You will hear a barrage of negativity. You'll hear, you can't succeed in this economy. You're too old. You're too young. It just won't work. Or any of a thousand other reasons that you can't do it. Ignore them. Ignore them all. It's pure, unadulterated garbage. Do not let your thoughts, your ideas, and beliefs be swayed or dictated by the negativity of those who have the audacity to tell you what they think you can and can't do. Don't let your life's choices and direction be determined by the beliefs of those who spend their lives creating excuses for their own failure or mediocrity. Understand, I'm not saying ignore good advice, but I am saying consider the source. If your doctor says, don't sell cyanide because it's going to kill people, I'll listen to her. She probably knows what she's talking about. But if your gardener tells you there's no future on the internet, you might want to consider the source. Your future does not, will not depend on the opinions of others unless you allow it. Your future depends on your choices. You determine your life. You determine your actions. You determine your future. Every successful person in history has had to deal with the negativity of others, and every one of them has overcome it in exactly the same way. They ignored them and fought on. Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team. He wasn't good enough. What if he had believed them? Einstein's first three dissertations were rejected. This includes his theory of relativity. The concepts were just too uncanny. He chose to believe in his ideas, not those of others. Oprah Winfrey. She was demoted from her job as a news anchor. She wasn't fit for television. Thankfully, she believed in herself, not the executives. Walt Disney. He was fired from a newspaper because he had no imagination and no original ideas. Who got the last laugh there? Thomas Edison. He was told by his teacher, You are too stupid to learn anything. You should go into a field that you might succeed in by virtue of your pleasing personality. The Wright brothers? Where would the world be if the Wright brothers listened to those who thought they were nuts? If these people had listened to others rather than themselves, we would never have heard of any of them. They changed the world and our perceptions of what was possible because they took their own course. They made their decisions based on what they believed was possible, what they thought was right. They ignored the negative garbage. Never, 
Never let the thoughts and ideas and beliefs of others determine who you are or what you can accomplish. Here's a simple but unfortunate fact of life. If you want to rise above the crowd, you have to be willing to ignore the crowd. You have to be willing to listen to your own voice, keep your own counsel, and when you experience the temporary setbacks that all successes endure along the way, you have to get back up and you have to do it again. And that leads us to the real subject of this message, dealing with and understanding failure. As Steve Jobs said, the founder of Apple, and I quote, You've got to be willing to act, and you've got to be willing to fail. You've got to be willing to crash and burn. If you are afraid of failing, you won't get very far. That simple statement has profound implications. Fear of failure is a killer of success, a destroyer of dreams. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. As crazy as it may sound, you need it. Failure is progress. The fear of failure often keeps people from even trying in the first place. But without the willingness to make an attempt, the possibility of achievement, progress, and success do not even exist. No one ever wants to fail. But achievement always entails a certain amount of failure. It's never fun. But it's part of the process. Let's be honest. No one ever wants to experience the embarrassment that we sometimes feel when we strike out. But if you refuse to swing, if you don't take the chance of striking out, you will never get that hit. The reality is that if you are going to swing, sometimes you are going to miss. Swinging, trying, entails risk. But without taking the risk, the goal can never be achieved. The first step to accomplishment is always action, and action always entails the possibility of failure. But you don't have a choice. You have to take the risk. But you don't get medals for sitting on the couch, drinking a beer, and watching someone else compete. That's not how life works. No one is a success just because they didn't fail. Focusing on the avoidance of failure is the surest way to achieve nothing. Ironically, success closely correlates to the number of times a person does fail. Every failure has within it a lesson, if we are willing to find it. When you fail, you learn. The more you learn, the more effective you become at anything you do. But it starts with action and the willingness to risk temporary defeat. As Socrates said, there is no shame in falling down. The only shame is in not getting back up. By trying, you risk failure, but risking failure is the only path to achievement. Don't be afraid of the journey. You have to be willing to follow the path. Think about it. The greatest successes in history failed. Most of them failed often, but they're remembered and revered not for the times they struck out, but for the great accomplishments that were achieved between those failures. Babe Ruth struck out more than anyone in baseball history, but he's remembered as the home run king. Joe Montana threw his share of incompletions and interceptions, but he's remembered as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. They each understood that failures are an integral part of the success process. Ruth and Montana knew that whether swinging a bat or throwing a football, each attempt carried with it the risk of failure and embarrassment. But they also understood that taking that risk was the only possible path to greatness. They didn't worry about failing. They focused on succeeding. Many people live their lives as if not failing is the same thing as achievement. 
It's as if they're waiting for someone to bestow upon them the medals they earned for all the times they didn't strike out, for all the times they didn't swing the bat. But life does not work that way. The accolades of greatness and success go to those who do, not to those who watch. Greatness belongs to those who enter the arena of competition and give it their all. When they win, they analyze the imperfections of the performance, they improve, and they step back in the arena to achieve another, even greater success. But what if they lost? When the great lose, and occasionally they do, they analyze their performance, they determine what they could have done better, then they get back up and do it again, only better, and they do it until they get it right. A great example of this is Steve Jobs. At 30 years old, he was fired from the company that he created, an enormous blow that could have left him licking his wounds and just spending his money. But that's not what he did. He thought about it. He pondered the mistakes he made. He acknowledged that he had actually made some, and he didn't just blame. He took responsibility for his part in his firing. He analyzed it. He learned from it. He did it again and turned Apple into one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable company in the world. Whether consciously or not, he followed the process. He acted and created the company. He experienced a colossal failure. He was fired from his own company. He learned from his failure. He internalized what he learned, tried it again, and created an enormous success. Whether in sports or business, that's the process. Do. Fail. Learn. Do again. Succeed. That's the key. Whether they realize it or not, the winners in life always follow that process. The non-achievers don't. Think about it. When Joe Montana threw an interception, did he stop? Or did he analyze where and how the mistake was made? He didn't just say, oh well, better luck next time. He analyzed the defensive schemes and passing routes. He learned from the mistakes he made and did it again. But he did it better. When Babe Ruth struck out, did he quit? Or did he keep swinging the bat, refine his swing, study the competition? In this case, studying the pitchers. He knew that with continued attempts, another home run was inevitable. Or think about Thomas Edison, and this one I love. When he failed to create the light bulb on the first attempt, did he quit? Did he quit on the second try, or the third try, or even after 10,000 failures? No. He knew it was possible. He knew there was a way to do it successfully, and he refused to stop until he had succeeded. The failures did not matter. Only the goal did. He learned a little more from each failure until he got it right. Each failure was simply an essential stepping stone to his ultimate objective. Without the failures, success would not have been possible. Understand this. I don't know what you're trying to achieve in your life, but I know if it's really important to you, if you're committed, if you don't give up, you can do it. If you're willing to keep trying, keep failing, keep improving, success is inevitable. This formula, this process, is as certain as 2 plus 2 equals 4. You want to guarantee success? Then start failing, and fail often. This is the end of part one of dealing with failure.